What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 36 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your host, Leroy Big Mac Daddy Luna, and I'm coming at you straight out of my closet with a couple tales about some crazy consumers. I just made that nickname up, by the way. Sadly, no one's ever called me Big Mac Daddy before. I haven't called Small Fry, though. Yep, indeed I have. I am so excited to dig into this episode with you today. Got my bib on, and yes, I know I say this all the time, but my excitement for this one has been supersized, because it all happens at the greatest fast food chain in the world. That's right, this is a McDonald's episode, baby! (laughs) These stories I have for you, they're a couple nuggets, that's for sure. They're going to be sweet and sour and saucy. Wow, I am quarter pounder with cheesy today with these jokes. Not very smoothy at all. Before I get into probably the worst stand-up routine you'll ever hear, I have a big announcement to make. Excuse me, that's illegal is now on Patreon. I've had lots of people asking me how they can throw me some extra support. You know, with the show financially, which I'm so grateful for, by the way. It's crazy. And this would be the way to do it. I've never been a person to have very many goals in life. (laughs) But this podcasting thing, I love it. And I want to try and make it my full-time gig one day. It's my dream, my passion. And this is a huge step towards making that happen. I was going to save all this for the end of the show, but heck, I think I'll just give you the quick rundown now. There is going to be one tier. It's very simple. So for $5 a month, you can be part of a very elite club, hopefully not too elite, called the Neighborhood Watch. That's right, for the price of a Big Mac a month, you'll get all these goodies. Access to the episodes a couple days early and ad-free. 
Also a monthly bonus episode, monthly videos. Not sure what kind of craziness I'll get up to there, but I'm looking forward to that. And then the part I'm most excited about is the resurrection of the Luna Bin, which is a show my brother Jack Luna and I used to do a few years ago. That's how I got my start, actually. Uh, We get wild and wacky, talk about life, crime, embarrassing stories growing up, bust each other's balls, chat about the episodes. The first episode we just recorded starts off pretty tame, then gets out of hand fairly quick and goes down a dark and incestuous path. It's pretty great. If you want to get to know us a little better and hear me squirm a little, then you're going to love it, I assure you. Jack's going to also post the first Luna Bin on his Patreon. But after that, all Luna Bin episodes will only be available to members of the Neighborhood Watch. I'm super excited about this, and I'd love to have you guys on board for the ride. Patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to direct you where to sign up and all that, if you so desire. And just so no one panics, I'm grateful for each and every one of you listening. And if you can't do the Patreon thing or just plain don't want to, I get it. That's totally understandable, and nothing's changing about the show or its schedule. You'll still be getting episodes every 10 days on the main feed. Business as usual, my friends. This is just a way for people to throw your boy some support and help me on my way to making my dreams come true while receiving some kick-ass bonus content. Okay, as they say, that's enough of the business. Now back to the show. Alright, I hope you're ready to laugh. Hey, uh... The other day I saw this good-looking guy at McDonald's spank his kids for throwing fries on the ground. So you want to know what I did? I threw my fries on the ground, too. Ooh, my tushy is still a little tender after that. Listen, it's okay, though. You're going to be happy for me, because I just got a great new job. Big responsibilities. I'm actually handling finances for a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah, I can't wait. Tomorrow I start my first day as a McDonald's cashier. Oh, I'm loving it. Okay, it's time for the closer here. Got you all buttered up. Now I'm going to hit you with the best material. Hey, did you hear that McDonald's is coming out with a Michael Jackson-inspired burger? Yeah, they're calling it the McJackson Burger. No, no, seriously. And I can't wait to try it out. Sounds great. Allegedly, they're going to be using 50-year-old pieces of meat and nestling them between 12-year-old buns. You know what that sound means. Hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to bring you back home with a full belt and possibly some heartburn. Episode number 36, The Customer's Always Wrong. Now I love me some McDonald's, but when you frequent any establishment on enough occasions, you're bound to have a negative experience from time to time. And that's exactly what happened to your boy eight years ago on a hot summer night. I was driving into work around 10.30pm when my tummy was grumbling. I needed to ease those hunger pains, and fast. So I swung by the local McDonald's and picked up the usual, a Big Mac meal with fries and a Coke. 
Superb. I arrived at my destination and started to get my grub on. Mm-mm-mm. The fries were salty, the soda was sweet, and the Big Mac, oh, the Big Mac. Perfection. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. And wait a minute. There's another ingredient in there that I can't quite put my finger on. A familiar texture grinding between my molars, but one you would never associate with a Big Mac. Hey, I know exactly what that is. A fingernail. Not a huge one, just the tip, but an unmistakable texture for sure. I stuck my finger in my mouth and fish hooked it out. Sure enough, it was a tiny fingernail. So gross. I opened the car door and spewed a mouthful of burger all over the fresh pavement of the employee parking lot. Talk about spoiling a meal. And the worst part was, I didn't have time to go back to the restaurant to complain. I just finished my fries, washed it down with the soda, and went into work, feeling quite dirty to be honest. Never ended up filing a complaint. Probably could have squeezed a decent-sized gift card out of them for keeping my mouth shut. You better believe I stayed away from that McDonald's for at least six months afterwards. Truthfully, it was probably far less than that. All things considered, I took that disappointing dining experience fairly well. Unlike the patrons in this episode, because when they get upset with their dining experiences, they're going to let the whole world know. Okay, we're going to kick and punch things off here in Santa Ana which is a city with a population of around 330,000 people. NeighborhoodScout.com gives Santa Ana a 21 on the crime index, meaning it's safer than 21% of cities in the U.S. Chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime are 1 in 228, as opposed to 1 in 227 for the rest of California. So pretty average as far as that goes. Celebrities born in Santa Ana include actors Jason Lee and Michelle Pfeiffer. Meow. Also, mixed martial artist Gilbert Melendez and badass baseball legend Lenny Dykstra, nicknamed Nails by his teammates. He was known for his fearless and aggressive approach both on and off the field. He was tough as nails. And who knows, maybe the lady we're about to meet in the McDonald's drive-thru was a fan of Lenny's. Because she is also gritty, aggressive, and one tough customer. She pulls up to the drive-thru with her boyfriend in what witnesses would later describe as a white car. This is all happening on a Saturday night in 2018, October 27th to be exact. Coincidentally, that is my bro Jack Luna's birthday. Happy birthday, big guy. Alright, so they order their late night cravings and pull over in the parking lot to have their fast food feast. Then, wait a minute. Uh-oh. No ketchup. Damn. It's unclear if they didn't get their condiments at all, or if our lady of the evening was unhappy with the stingy amount on her burger. But what is crystal clear is it was not enough, and she was fired up about it. I think we've all been there. No sweet and sour sauce with the McNuggets. Ugh, the worst. It's always a disappointment when you're missing that sauce. A normal person would just go, ah, shucks, and eat the food anyways, or go back in the drive-thru and ask for more. Or better yet, go inside the restaurant and get the ketchup packets themselves. Not our girl, though. Well, she does enter the restaurant, but not through the front entrance like everyone else. Nah, she struts in the back through the employee's only door, which was left open by a worker who was in the midst of taking out the trash. Before the shit hits the fan here, I'll describe this woman. She's a fiery Latina in her mid-twenties. This is totally irrelevant, but she's actually quite pretty. 
Not a large, trailer-trashy woman you would likely picture when hearing about this on the news. She's wearing a pink tank top with baggy gray sweatpants with a stretchy waistband. The kind that are great to wear when gorging on a greasy meal or when getting in a street brawl. They're unrestricting, giving you lots of freedom and wiggle room to move around with ease. She walks through the back janitor hallway kind of thingy and into the kitchen and immediately has some choice words for the manager. She yells at her in a threatening tone, tells her about the ketchup emergency, but you know, throws some F-bombs in there for extra flavor. The 22-year-old manager, wow, that's pretty young. Good for her climbing that corporate ladder at such a young age. Well, she tries to de-escalate the situation the best she can. Her adrenaline's got to be pumping at this point, though. And she tells her, listen, lady, you can't be back here. Go up front and we'll be happy to assist you there. But that is not the answer the crabby customer was looking for. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. She's seeing red right now. She is pissed and ready to throw down. Through CCTV footage here, I'll try to do a little play-by-play of the action. The condimentless customer grabs the manager with both hands by her throat, and they're scrapping, pushing, shoving, punching. She slams her head into the soda machine, (laughs) shoves her into the walls the whole time, not letting go of that throat. Sorry, I shouldn't really be laughing here. This is actually quite intense. Well, there is one hilarious part, though. As the manager's getting ragdolled and thrown around the kitchen, another female employee helps out, trying to pull the customer off. Then she takes a break from the action, casually walking over to the drive through window, passing another customer their change, before going back to help out her co-worker. While this is going on, a couple of the maintenance guys, it looks like. I'm not sure, as they're not wearing McDonald's uniforms, but appear to work there. They go outside to get the boyfriend. He storms in, grabs his lady by the arm, escorting her the hell out of there. Then they just take off, completely ketchupless. You gotta feel for the boyfriend here. She seems like quite a handful, and he didn't look at all shocked by her behavior. Just getting her out of there, like, here we go again. I'm sure I'm going to be hearing about this in the car. After the pair left, the police, of course, were called. A couple weeks later, they would release footage of this wild video asking for the public's help in tracking down this dangerous woman. Not sure why the heck they waited so long. The owner of the McDonald's, Larry Kaplan, wanted to ensure that justice was served, stating, quote, Our biggest priority is always the safety and well-being of our employees and customers at our restaurants. We want to ensure the employees make minimum wage and the customers have the cloggiest of arteries. Nah, he didn't say that last part. But he did add, we are fully cooperating with the Santa Ana Police Department's investigation. End quote. Right on, Lair. Santa Ana Police Corporal Anthony Bertania. We'll be hearing from him a couple times. He said, quote, There is no reason that any employee at any business should be assaulted by a patron, much less over not getting ketchup. End quote. True that. After the footage was released, and it was fairly good footage, it took a little over a week to find her. The tips were rolling in, and four people actually supplied police with a name. On Tuesday, November 27, 2018, exactly a month after the incident occurred, police arrested 24-year-old Myra Gallo as she was getting into her boyfriend's vehicle. They were able to apprehend her without incident. She was taken into Orange County Jail and held on $15,000 bond. Let us now fast forward to Friday, April 12, 2019, where Myra pleads guilty to a couple misdemeanors battery, and obstruction or intimidation of a business or customers. 
She got punished pretty good, as she should have for this display of violent behavior. She received 18 days in jail and 15 days of community service, along with three years probation. And the icing on the cake, and this might actually do her some good, she had to agree to sign up for an anger management program. Maybe they'll teach her some good breathing exercises or get her into meditation. Another technique she could use that might be useful is keeping her vehicle fully stocked with ketchup in case of emergencies. I've had friends that do this. They put ketchup packets in the center console, the glove box, and even in the pouch in the driver's side door. As a young man, I used to always carry a condom in my wallet. Wishful thinking. But I wanted to be prepared just in case a sticky situation popped up. Now that I'm older, married, and vasectomized, I switched that condom out for condiments. Because you never know when things could get saucy. Corporal Anthony Bertania said he's noticed an alarming trend as of late. Corporal Tony, quote, We're starting to see more and more of this type of incident, where people are upset by the service, and they not only take it past the complaint stage, they physically assault the workers, end quote. Customer service jobs aren't easy. Dealing with the public day in and day out, especially fast food jobs. People think they aren't that difficult because of the low rate of pay, I guess, but man, they keep you busy. I don't envy people working in the fast food industry. No matter what the job title, I always try to be polite with everyone, treating the cashier at a business with the same respect as I would the CEO. At the end of the day, we're all just people trying to get by. The aggressiveness and unpredictability of consumers is certainly unfortunate for the employees. People just aren't themselves when they're hungry and need that fast food fix. They're like a bunch of junkies out there. Like I said, it's unfortunate for the employees, but if you look on the bright side, it's good for us. Great for the podcast. I've come across plenty of incidents at McDonald's alone in doing my research, but also many other restaurants. So I think we'll be doing a fast food tour, perhaps. Hitting up all the popular places. KFC, Taco Bell, Denny's, etc. Covering crimes of all shapes, sizes, and severity. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Let's stay focused on McDonald's here. We've wrapped things up in California, but we're not done. Let's head on over to the state of Indiana. We're going just outside of downtown Indianapolis for this one, to a McDonald's establishment located at 3828 West Morris Street. The location has received a 3.2 out of 5-star rating with 2,915 Google reviews. Let's hear a few of them, shall we? N. Odell. She's done 327 different reviews, by the way. (laughs) The heck, man. Some people got a lot of time on their hands. She gave a 2-star, saying, quote, We ordered two small hot cocos, one for an adult and one for a child. Should have asked for an ice cube in the child's cup. Way too hot. Burned his lip and eventually spilled it on himself in the car. Why serve the child such a dangerously hot drink? End quote. Listen, lady. You ordered a hot cocoa and that's what you received. Wait a few minutes for it to cool down before giving it to your kid. Problem solved. That one's on her. Nate Turner. Three stars. Claims, quote, their Coke and Sprite always taste funky at this location. Weird. And lastly, let's hear from White Desert, who gave five stars. Quote, great place and people. I always stop for my morning rush coffee and I'm always in and out. Thank you so much for your fast service. Also, even when there's a mistake, they know how to really take care of you. This spot is where you want to go. Just not at 7 a.m. when I'm there. <laughs> Okay, the part of that review that stands out for me is, 
Even when there's a mistake, they really know how to take care of you. Well, let's put that to the test, because in July of 2019, there was a mistake. A big mistake. But who was to blame? Let's get to the bottom of this, shall we? A man, who works at the Marion County Jail and is a regular customer at this McDonald's location, well, he orders his food on July 14th, 2019 at 2.36 p.m., and he gets himself a McChicken sandwich, a small fry, and six chocolate chip cookies, totaling $4.36. Not a bad little deal. Some good bang for his buck. We know all these specific details because I read it right off his receipt, which he's holding while being interviewed by WTHR News. Why is he on the news, you ask? I mean, his experience seems innocent enough. He received the food he ordered and in a timely fashion. Well, here's what happened. The officer, by the way, asked to be called DJ. He wanted to keep himself anonymous when he was on the news. It was actually quite comical. They blurred out his face and altered his voice. Very dramatic. So DJ began his shift at the jail at 3 p.m. He ate the fries and cookies, likely on his way to work. Then when he arrived, he put the sandwich in the refrigerator in the break room, saving it for later. When he returned to heat it up and eat it, almost seven hours later, he was shocked by what he saw. Officer DJ interview with Eyewitness News, quote, I started to warm up my McChicken and I noticed several small bites out of it. I know I didn't eat it. No one else was around. I said, you know what? I'm going to the McDonald's to see if they can get that taken care of. I went to the McDonald's and talked to the supervisor. She offered me some free food I didn't care anything about. I just wanted to find out who the person was, and they deal with that person in an appropriate way. End quote. DJ didn't care about no free food. He wanted justice. If someone tampered with his McChicken, he wanted that person fired, possibly arrested. DJ had good reason to be paranoid, too, because that summer, the citizens were not too happy with law enforcement. They weren't getting much respect. Apparently, there were these viral videos going around of people dumping water on police officers in New York at the time. I think it's safe to say the relationship between police and the public all around the world. It's not great. We'll just put it that way. I don't want to get into all that. There are good eggs and bad apples on both sides of the equation. DJ thought someone played a disrespectful prank on him, specifically because he's an officer of the law. That's why he caused such an uproar. Respect to this McDonald's location, they took his complaint seriously. They checked the schedules to see who was working at that time and questioned the employees. A McDonald's representative told Eyewitness News this was an isolated incident and they were going to get to the bottom of it. And on Friday, July 26th, 12 days after the incident occurred, we finally got an answer. Who was the mystery nibbler? Well, let's hear it from the official statement released by the Marion County Sheriff's Office. Quote, Last week, a Marion County Sheriff's Office employee purchased a McChicken sandwich from the McDonald's location at 3828 West Morris Street, Indianapolis. He took a bite out of the sandwich upon starting his shift at the Marion County Jail, then placed it in the refrigerator in a break room. He returned nearly seven hours later, having forgotten that he had previously bitten the sandwich. He wrongly concluded that a McDonald's restaurant employee had tampered with his food because he is a law enforcement officer. Our partners at McDonald's have been helpful and have assisted in the MCSO investigation into what it transpired with our employee. The investigation has determined that McDonald's restaurant staff in no way tampered with the employee's food. He has since formally apologized to McDonald's. We recognize that McDonald's is a valued civic partner 
and any insinuation in private or in the media to the contrary is unfounded. End statement quote. Embarrassing. At least the officer fessed up when he realized he was in the wrong. So many times you hear a police doubling down when they make a mistake. To save face. A few other things here. What kind of psychopath saves a McChicken sandwich that long anyways? It's always gross when you reheat it. Not to mention you can polish one of those puppies off in about three bites. He took tiny nibbles off that thing like a bird. And he put it in the employee fridge for like seven hours. I don't know how McDonald's could be responsible that many hours later. How would they know some sneaky co-worker or the officer didn't do it? It's nice that the McDonald's was cleared of all wrongdoing, but likely some damage was done. There are probably a lot of folks who just heard the initial story of the accusations and not the conclusion. I'm sure that McDonald's location was fine after this incident. It's a huge company. But what if this happened at a small mom and pop shop? They'd probably take a giant hit in sales. People love juicy gossip and don't really care about small details like the facts. Could you imagine? Oh, let's not eat there, Nancy. I hear the employees take bites out of their sandwiches. I think we should let this be a cautionary tale. If you're going to hurl serious accusations at a person or a business, you better be damn sure you're not mistaken. Now that I think about it, I'm remembering biting my nails in the vehicle just before I took a bite out of that Big Mac that day. Wow, I'm glad I didn't end up filing a complaint, because that would have been quite embarrassing. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 36. The customer's always wrong. I was just kidding at the end there. It 100% wasn't my fingernail I chewed on at McDonald's that day. It's cooked into the burger. Still love me some Mickey D's though. Mm-mm-mm. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. Alright, it's listener confession time, baby. So sing it with me. Let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Da, 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 da. Oh, hey, it's me again. Forgot to get someone to voice this one. So here goes. Oh, a couple listeners actually reached out to lend their voices to these tales. So I'm thankful for that. In the future, I will take them up on those offers. Okay. Hello, Leroy and team. I have a team? Wow. Uh, Let me start off by thanking you for your podcast. It has saved me and I'm sure many others during these isolating times. After enjoying your episode, Relaxing at the Ranch. Oh, that was a great one. I felt like I missed out on making a softcore crime confession. I'm typing this to get it off my chest and validate why your podcast exists. Time to embarrass myself. At 10 years old, my friend and I were playing outside her house. To give some background, we were both obsessed with watching CSI, X-Files, and Law and & Order. And playing video games. Normal kid stuff. I asked if her neighbor was home because we usually played with him too. She said he and his family were on vacation in Mexico. Suddenly we started getting curious about how secure a wealthy family's house could be when they're not home. We thought we would be the best people to figure this out since we weren't real criminals. So we told my friend's mom we were going for a walk. Upon arrival, we scanned the entire outside of this house. My friend mentioned they had a maid who checked in occasionally. We rehearsed what excuses we would use if we were caught. After all, we're just the innocent neighbor girls. First off, we were surprised to see zero visible security cameras. Gaining entrance was easy. 
I reached through the doggy door and slipped my tiny torso through to unlock it, locking the door behind us. We asked each other, what should we do now? Then this wild idea came to mind. Move any object we could to the left. We flipped their heavy box TV on its side. We giggled to each other. Wow, they're in for a surprise. Turned the couch and decor as a finishing touch. We even had a tiny fashion show in his mom's walk-in closet. Then we noticed a safe. We listened as we turned the dial to crack the code. But there was no luck. We assumed there were guns and didn't care to know. After tipping his mom's picture frames and finishing our fashion show, we headed to our friend's room. His TV was too large to turn on its side. We had to find a different way to disturb his room. My friend suggested we shuffle through his PS2 games. And we were amazed at what we found. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. We stole that, of all things, and left out the back patio door to go play it at her house all night. In our heads, we thought it would be hilarious to hear the small-town adult gossip about what had happened. population of our small town was slightly over 2,000. But we heard nothing. Plot twist, we weren't the only lawbreakers. In our teens, we learned our friend's parents had been money laundering to evade taxes and were involved in pill abuse slash selling. No wonder they didn't mention anything. No need to draw any attention there. Oddly, we both grew up to be square and responsible adults. Last I heard about their kid, he was posting photos of $100 bill stacks on Facebook, living it up. Anyway, thanks for creating a strangely refreshing corner on the web. Love what you do. River. Well, thank you, River. Wow. Theft, break and enter, mischief. I'm glad you got all that out of your system at a young age and are now on the straight and narrow. Gotta love people who pose with stacks of money. <laughs> Sounds like a spoiled brat. I wouldn't feel too guilty about taking that video game. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com. Email me your true crime story. And like our friend River, you could have it played on the show. And be absolved of all wrongdoings. Thanks again, River. Okay, like I said earlier, excuse me, that's illegal is now on Patreon. Bow, 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 bow. Come and join the elite club known as the Neighborhood Watch. There'll be a video and the first episode of the Luna Bin waiting for you upon entry. The Luna Bin was about 50 minutes long, too. Expect those to be 45 minutes to an hour. They're going to be a lot of fun, and I, I just enjoy hanging out with my bro, so yeah, I'm happy to do those. Patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. If you wish to sign up, there's also a link in the show notes. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry for all that self-promotion, but if I don't do it, who else will? Uh, this is a first. I don't have a podcast recommendation for you this time, so that'll do it for now. So come meet me back here in another 10 days, my friends, for more softcore scumbaggery. Peace!
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.